and welcome to the Design Your Dream Home podcast. I am Bjorn Johnson and I am joined by my wife, Brittany Johnson. And we discuss everything you need to know about the interior design and construction process. Today, we are going to talk about interior designers, who they are, what they do, and how they fit into your team when you bring them into the process, in addition to all the other people that go into the supporting roles or that work with an interior designer. So with that said, Brittany, what is an interior designer and what is their role in the home building process? Well, I am an interior designer and the kind of work that I would do is anywhere from initial space planning, creating construction documents, layouts, um, you know, all the beginning stages of architecture basically, minus the structural component, and also into selecting finishes, creating design details, architectural details, how things are built, how I want them to look, what kind of trim we want to use. It could go into like what kind of windows, what kind of doors, but often that is more of an architectural question. Although with all interior designers and architects and everyone that we're going to talk about, everybody still has their own set of skills. And so I think it's really important. Every interior designer is different and is really good at something and every contractor is different and really good at something or you know so it's good to still find people that fit your style so for me as an interior designer I am heavily focused on efficiency and layout the interior function of your home and how it comes together and the materials that you use and how like the selecting materials not only based on style and what you want the home to look like but that it can function and um, last the way that you expect it to so a very important point distinction uh, which you haven't touched on is that you are not a decorator so there are yes. interior decorators and that is a fully separate thing a decorator is just simply putting things in a home making it more cozy making it more home putting a yes so know. decorators are definitely part of the process and they're awesome and we kind of cross paths in some areas but what's different between a an interior designer and a decorator is usually the designer would come first doing more of the layout and um, construction aspects of the home the finishes you know moving walls the kitchen layout the bathroom layout your cabinetry your plumbing all that kind of stuff whereas a decorator would come in more to finish the space um to you know all those cool things that make the house the home the visual or not visual well sometimes visual obviously but you know it's like the icing on the cake in my For opinion sure. you know but they can also cross over into um, picking paint selections sometimes helping with some material selections um, sometimes furniture again it really depends on the strengths of that person um, but I wouldn't expect a decorator to be able to um, space plan a house or do any sort of construction documents or drawings and that sort of thing and I wouldn't expect interior design well sometimes some designers go all the way through to the decorating stage and others don't so again it's the yeah. type of person you pick for your team and you have to pick the right and to be clear personality. I think that that goes to that last point to clear like to help hone in on that point is you have to make sure and clarify with every person, every team member, every no matter where you are, always recap your conversation to what does this include? What does yes. this not include? Like those are easy questions you can ask. And I hear Brit like that's yes. something I'm 
it's not something I would have ever thought to ask before, but to, that it's a simple basic question that I wouldn't ask and has caused me issues in my life many times. Of what does this include? What does this not include? And right. then they will tell you, they should tell you. So yes, that, and, and most people know what their job is uh, and what they want to do for you. So the, just being clear about that from the beginning is very important. And I have found as a designer, I ask my clients a lot after a conversation of like, what do you actually need from me? You know, like, is it just a conversation to point you in the right direction? Are you looking for, you know, docu dro construction documents or drawings that are going to move this project forward? Are you looking for someone to hold your hand through this entire process? You know, it's just being clear about what you expect from your team members and what they're expecting to do for you and making sure that everybody's on the same page. Um, so you mentioned team members. We've only talked about interior designers and decorators yes. so far. Um, and there's... Uh, a separate point that we hadn't exactly planned on talking about but so there's you talk about other parts of your team there are multiple ways that people kind of enter into the home building process um, this we're not talking about you know exactly how you get started but right. what would you say is a common way or do you think I mean from my perspective going to an interior designer first is really nice because mm -hmm. you are well connected in with contractors with showrooms you can just start especially if they offer free consultation a designer is a great place to start before you've done anything to me. I, I yeah. think so. And that's obviously, it's a bias, but what would your take on that be? And then if you want to lead into then those other members or other ways into if it's contractor, Yeah, whatever. so there's a couple different ways that you can get started with the project, different teams that kind of come ready to go. And so if you were to work with like an architecture firm or an interior design firm, they are kind of a package deal where you're getting a lot of different team members already ready to go for you. So I've worked at a lot of different design firms and what is usually going on behind the scenes or you know in your project, your team is typically a project manager who's going to be running the projects like schedule wise, coordination wise. Sometimes that's your interior designer doing both or your architect doing both. Sometimes it's a separate person. You'll have a designer on staff who's gonna help you um, with space planning and material selections and architectural details and all that kind of fun stuff. I consider fun because that's my favorite job. Um, and then you'll often have a drafts person that is on staff who is helping do the construction documents. Quite often they do most of the documents and the designer reviews them or gives the direction. And then sometimes there's also an architect on staff. Uh, whether it's an architectural firm, sometimes the project is led by the architect and they have a designer on staff. If it's an interior design firm, it's usually led by an interior designer with an architect on staff. And so how I've done that in my past experiences, the designers did the majority of the project and then the architect just reviewed for um, code violations, safety concerns, and also took care of structural um, calculations. And, and concerns. Yes, so if it was like a full new build construction, the architect might be in charge more of the exterior, all the drawings for that and how that's going to be built, whereas the interior is done more by the interior designer and usually working together side by side, sometimes they're the same person. A great example that I can add to that from my world as a window sales rep yes. for about a decade is we had architectural sales reps on our teams. I was a sales rep, but that was a separate sales position that we coordinated with and that was their exact job. Like they made sure yes. the whole purpose was to ensure that like codes were being met, all the structural things were taken care of so they knew the very specific details about our products and how they were meant to be used in the field. So architects are trained 
in specifications how yes. things are supposed to work and you know and that's that so if that could be how someone comes to an architectural firm instead of an interior design mm -hmm. firm if they're really obsessed with how something looks and they you know yes that's if one you're way of doing that. and if you're also looking at doing maybe like alternative energy solutions or alternative building methods like you know if you're going really solar or passive house or anything other than like stick built construction you might want to be looking at an architect because they're going to know those different building um strategies yes. but for the majority of clients i'm guessing yes is that's probably not going to be the route and those go. are the more those are more the expensive routes yeah, so custom. just know that like if you're going custom i want this super cool house it's in an odd locate not odd but like challenging location that's going to need um, a little bit more planning, then that's usually when you're gonna to go to an architecture or interior design firm. Some of them might even have engineers on staff or they have a close relationship with engineers who then they send the drawings to and will do any structural like engineering drawings that you might need um, for the, you know, for all the different levels and phases of your project. It yeah. depends on how complicated it is. And then, so then for the majority of people, especially the ones that will be interested in the Design Your Dream Home course, yes. that will probably be more homeowners doing that on their own than saving the money of not going through an, a design firm, an architectural yes. firm. So they'll be working with, or contractors, going to be probably one of the big main people. Yes. That's another way into the home building process. Yes, so, so what, our course, Design Your Dream Home, is focused on people who are trying to kind of do this whole project themselves, like he said. Um, and so, yeah, this this part is for you because if you're going to a design firm and an architecture firm, you're probably not buying the course because they're going to do everything that my course does for you. So if you're going that route, and a lot of people are, you know, if you have kind of a more regular home, even, you know, super wild, crazy fun, yes, but traditionally built in a relatively non-challenging location, you know, site, your contractor can probably handle everything for you. And so on that point, you're working with your contractor, a general contractor usually, and then they will hire subs to do everything else. Um, and when you say subs, you mean subcontractors. Subcontractors, thank and you. And what is that? What's a yes, subcontractor? The subcontractor are specialized trades people who work under the contractor on your project. They might not necessarily be part of their team, but they hire them out regularly to do like the electrical, the plumbing, the HVAC, which is your um, heating and air conditioning. Um, those are the three main subs, I would say for sure. And then you might have different subcontractors who install different materials, like a flooring person or a tile person, or that's yeah. probably about it. Stone, you know, any Possibly specialty. Possibly carpentry, like finish wood. Oh yeah, carpenter. finishing, yeah. So any kind of specialty, specialty treatment is probably subbed out is what that's called. Um, and that's totally normal. Or they might, or your crew might be huge and they do it all and they, it's all in-house. That's definitely an option as well. And then on that note, when we're talking about floor plans and you know drawings and that sort of thing, if you go straight to your contractor, they will probably either have a lumber yard where they're getting their building supplies, do your drawings for you, which is anyone can do that usually. If you're buying the bulk of your building supplies in one location, they will usually create your drawings for you as they need them to order all those supplies. And it's kind of just a perk of, of working with one place. Um, or you could hire a drafts person, which again, they work at design firms, architectural firms. They're people who are specialized in um, CAD and 3D and computer aided drawing um, techniques. They're not necessarily designers, but they'll draw you what you want. And they usually are pretty familiar with codes and how things work and size allowances, 
because they're doing the drawings all the time. So they know they just might not actually be, you know, designing it for you. They just do what you ask. So that's a great alternative. And they're much less expensive than hiring an architect or a designer to create your drawings, especially if you already kind of know what you want. And there's kind of two types of drawings at the moment. So the drawings that Brittany's referencing are pretty basic black lines on paper. Yes. Just it's going to look really technical, technical drawings. Um, there are also visualization tools um, that make the 3D modeling. Those are going to be more what your really high-end interior design firms and architecture firms provide you, or like a photorealistic yes. rendering is what they call it. So most people interested in the design your dream home course or maybe most people listening uh, you know yeah will probably there's be, a range of drawing yeah. styles that you can get and it depends on how much you want to pay for them so from very basic black and white well blueprints you know they used to be blue a really long time ago they are not blue anymore but they're still called that um that is something that you'll get like from your lumber yard or from a drafts person they might be using a program that also simultaneously creates a 3d model uh, which it's not like your beautiful high-end photorealistic um, rendering, but it's enough to know that these are the colors I'm using and this is the shape of my house and this is how it's going to work. I mean, they're beautiful drawings, visualization, being able to see thing, everything together, that is key when designing a project. So if they have that, and it's pretty common, relatively common that they would have that to offer the 2D drawings with a basic 3D uh, rendering to go with it. It might not have the interior details. I would say it's more common to get an exterior 3D yeah. rendering from companies like that. Less common to see interior. Yeah, um, on non-high-end projects. For, yes, on but then moving projects. forward, depending on you know your design firm, your architecture firm, they're probably using a much more advanced programs that create like super detailed renderings. 3D modeling, interior, exterior, everything. It could be Revit. It could be SketchUp. Um, SketchUp can go on the whole spectrum. It can be kind of low end. Depends on how they use it. It could be very basic black and white 3D models, which I love and is enough for spatial recognition and modeling, to full, fully photorealistic rendering. So there's a lot of different programs that people can be using, and there is a huge spectrum of what you can receive as a client. Again, it's creating the right expectations of, of what you want to see, what you want to pay for um, to be able to move forward with your project. So I think well, this is a great place to kind of wrap up and discuss. We've talked about a lot of different people. So yeah. thank you for the journey. I know that that's a lot of information, even though it's only been like 15 minutes. But who would you recommend... I guess I know likely what you'll say, but the what are your recommendations for a team if someone's going to get into a home project? If they're going to take your course, they you know they want to be basically the project manager and do the design yes. your dream home course. Who will they need to reach out to from there? What does a team look like typically? So yes, if you don't hire an architecture or interior design firm, so if you go that direction, it's kind of taken care of for you. So if you have you know, a lot that you want to do and you need a lot of help and maybe you don't really want to put a lot of time into it, that's when you hire an architect or interior design firm because they take everything, they do everything for you start to finish. You don't really have to do much but show up and tell them, tell them what you want. So on the other hand, when you're doing it on your own, most likely you are going to be hiring a general contractor. That's what you're going to start with. Or you could be looking at a design build firm and that is when it's a design firm and a building firm married together, which can sometimes be the best of both worlds. If you want a custom project, you want to be really involved and you, you know, you really want to just work with people. Um, I think that's a great solution. 
if you're really literally managing the, this on your own, you're hiring a general contractor, you're probably gonna hire a drafts person to create the drawings for you or go to the lumber yard to have them created for you. And after that, you can, you know, you're on your own, you can do it. The general contractor can sub out all the jobs or you can, you can hire your electrician, your plumber, your whatever that you need. So it depends on how involved you want to be. And it's not overly complicated. It's you that we flipped a house in uh, yes. near us uh, two years ago, 2018, 2019. Uh, so anyway, a couple years 18, ago. 18, I think. Yes. Uh, yes. I forget about, you know, COVID year kind of throws us off of how many years things were. <laughs> exactly. And, um, and Brittany was the project manager. So she went through that. And it's not complicated yes. if you know what you want. Like to work with an electrician to do. To, to coordinate all of this stuff. Scheduling. Because it is a lot of yeah. work. And you're going to be on the phone, on the emails, checking with people, on the site. It's a job yeah. to project manage a project. So don't think you don't have like, if you have a nine to five job and you're super busy, you're not, that. that's a lot. Like building a house is a lot. Know that right now. If you don't have the time <laughs> to think about this all the time, then you probably need to hire someone to do it for you. But yeah. a it lot is. of people want to do it themselves and I am absolutely on board for that. I just like to set the expectation that it's going to take a lot of your it's, time. It's the load less traveled for a reason. But, yeah. I mean, you come out the other side very strong and confident, and it's awesome. Yes. And you can save a lot of money, but it is a full-time job. And it's not a bad thing, with, but with your contractors and subcontractors, they have multiple priorities going. So, yes, your job is a priority, but it's your full priority. It's not their full priority. So, you it, again, communication is just 100% it's key because you need to know what are their expectations, what are your expectations. That way, you know, you keep the issues to a minimum and then when they do arise, hopefully you just you can problem solve that much easier if you're both on the same page of what you're expecting. And it really depends on what kind of person you are. How much stress can you mm-hmm. handle? Yes. And how much confrontation can you handle? Because yep. there will be some. The construction world is a rough place. <laughs> it is not for People who are afraid to speak their mind because everyone else will. So if you are going to do this on your own, you need to be ready to have some fierce conversations. Stand up for yourself and know what you want because that's really all that matters. People will do what you ask. You just need to be strong in what you want and know what you want. Like we talked about in the previous episode, knowing what you want, being clear on your direction is the most important there's a crazy squirrel outside the window (laughs) is the most important thing yeah it's but and we come back to a lot it's your money you're paying money to have this house built you're paying people to do this work that's why picking your team when you go through like a week i guess we could touch on how you pick your team do you interview contractors do you interview what's that's a good question too yes um so how to find your team i mean finding people that um, someone else has worked with and that really enjoyed working with them, that they really put, did a great job. That yep. you can't beat word of mouth is, referral. Yep. I loved working with them. They worked with me. Um, but you know, sometimes that's not, you can't find those people. Not everybody knows somebody. We don't, we all wish we had a guy or a girl yep. to do all these things. But, but if first, you don't, ask around. Ask yes. your friends, ask your so family. So first, ask around or make sure there's people that they, if there's people they didn't like working with, you yep. know, avoid those. But other than that, it's interviewing people, checking the kind of style that they've already done, if it you know vibes with what you want to do. Find, so find people who are on the same page and who are willing to work with you and problem solve with you on this project. If they are immediately 
talking down to you like you don't know anything or being overly technical to make themselves sound cool but you don't understand anything they're saying, that's not gonna work. Like find people who can talk to you, get on your level and get with what you wanna do and that's really what matters. Absolutely, I think that's perfect. Yeah, so again, this is what we're doing here. If you need help, more help with designing your dream home, check out our website at b-design.us and our course design your dream home is all of this information and a million times more it is everything you need from finding your authentic style to moving in you can design your dream home with us Mm -hmm.